From fashions in dolls to fashions in face fungus. And a shop in Paddington which caters exclusively for men who prefer our ready-tailored moustache to the homegrown variety. From the Ronald Coleman type to exotic handlebars, moustachier Bertram Goodwin provides a 100-choice service. Just the job for Ascot or that garden party and a boon to commercial travellers and such like who need a face-saving confidence boost. Bert Goodwin's idea is spreading fast among not-so-hairy men about town. Some of the customers take their new moustaches very seriously, stiff upper lip and all that sort of thing, but others think that comic Jimmy Edwards has got nothing they can't get at Bert's shop. A little spirit gum and the false moustache is secure for anything up to 24 hours. And the best of it is that you can always take it off if the girlfriend finds it a, a ticklish problem. That's that. Another satisfied customer ready to face the world feeling and looking a new man. Welcome to this particularly hirsute edition of Project Moonbase entitled Facial Hair! <laughs> yes, as this is the month of uh, November, that might have some particular meaning to some of you who will know that it's become a bit of a tradition over the last few years for men who are able to <laughs> to uh, develop their facial hair a little. Or at least a moustache. Or at least a moustache. Yes, or a mo. I think they call them mo bros. Those who actually decide to grow a moustache in November. In Movember. In Movember, indeed. Yes. Uh, so we thought we would uh, join in, both myself and Mrs. Kenny, a sporting fine Jimmy Edwards style. I'm going for the walrus. <laughs> for the walrus look. Yeah. We've been thinking about doing this for a while anyway, but um, it seems appetite to do a show entirely about uh, facial hair. So we've got lots of tunes about beards and moustaches this week. Yeah, so if you are completely clean-shaven, you should just pause this. <laughs> it's not for you. It's not for you. Turn it off. And, that's, and wait a couple of days. We're not trying to exclude the ladies. Ladies can join in too if they wish. Well. <laughs> they can try anyway. Uh, in amongst all of the hairy music, we do have some unnecessary news courtesy of MC Zirconium. That's right. This week's episode is mostly made up of an oily substance. <laughs> mm. I was wondering why, why I kept slipping over on the way in. Yeah. So relax in that oily substance, dear listener, as we bring you the first selection, which is from a Mexican brass band, which we do enjoy. This is Banda Cuisillos Musical. Uh, with their tune, uh, it's, been a, it's been an interesting learning curve this week as I've learned what moustache is in lots of different languages. And uh, this tune is the Spanish for moustache, El Bigote. <laughs> Porque 
cera Y a las mujeres les gusta tanto Ese bigote que está de moda desde hace tanto Porque cera Y a las mujeres les gusta tanto Ese bigote que está de moda desde hace tanto El bigote El bigote El bigote Mamá es el bigote Y otros lo tienen más corto Unos lo tienen gordo Otros lo tienen blanco Unos lo tienen más gordo Y otros lo tienen más blanco Unos lo tienen blanco Otros lo tienen negro Unos lo tienen más blanco Y otros lo tienen más negro Unos lo tienen lindo Otros lo tienen feo Unos lo tienen más lindo Y otros lo tienen más feo Porque será que a las mujeres les gusta tanto ese bigote que está de moda desde hace tanto Porque será que a las mujeres les gusta tanto Ese bigote que está de moda desde hace tanto El bigote, el bigote, el bigote Mamá es el bigote single man don't ever give up in despair for there's always a chance for this life to capture the hearts of the fair no matter what may be your age you always may cut a fine dash you will suit all the girls to a hair if you've only got a mustache a mustache a mustache if you've only got a mustache your head may be thick as a book And empty as any football. Oh, your eyes may be green as the grass. Your heart just as hard as the wall. You take the advice that I give. You'll soon gain affection and cash. And will be all the rage with the girls if you'll only get a mustache. A mustache, a mustache. If you'll only get a mustache. That was Nelson Eddy with If You've Only Got a Moustache from Nelson Eddy Sings the Stephen Foster Songbook. Mm. And before that, Banda with Silos Musical <laughs> with El Bigode. <laughs> Not a pretty stirring start. Yes. Nice pair of mustachioed tunes there to end the show with. We've laid out our store. <laughs> we have. It's like a barbershop. <laughs> I'm wearing those little straps that they have around their sleeves in the, you know, in the barbershop. Are so, you? Yes. Have you noticed? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Got I've got a straw boater. <laughs> well, maybe we should try some harmony singing later on. We need two more for that, for the <laughs> traditional do. quartet, least, don't we? At least two more, yes. That's right. Uh, this is the Project Moonbase podcast, a weekly show you can download every Sunday evening. If you want to find out when the next show is available, please go to twitter.com slash projectmoonbase. That's also one of the options you have for getting in touch with the show at the, the Moonbase. Uh, but you can also find out much more about the show if you go to our website. Yes, if you go to projectmoonbase.com, you'll find everything you need to know about the show, including a list of all the tracks we play and links to where you can find them on Amazon and iTunes. And if you are on iTunes, please rate and review Project Moonbase five stars. 
It helps the show, gets, <laughs> allows us to bubble up, and we can spread the important Project Moonbase message mm. to everyone out there, which is essentially this. Help, I'm a prisoner. <laughs> uh, thanks to everybody for listening and recommending us to your friends, and thanks to everybody who's chipped in with a donation to help support the show. Our Project Moonbase is a listener-supported show. If you are thinking of buying anything on Amazon... Please go to our website and uh, click on the Amazon affiliate button, top right-hand corner, and make your purchase. It doesn't cost you anything, it's entirely anonymous, and it keeps us in moustache protectors. And we're also on Mixcloud. Well, we're also on Mixcloud. We're everywhere. We're, we are indeed everywhere. We'll we're also to, under your bed. <laughs> we'll come to that. We'll mention, we'll drop occasionally, drop into the show, the various ways in which you can find us. As we're now going to move from, from moustache further, slightly further down towards the beard area. This next tune... And uh, when he wasn't uh, inventing electronic instruments and uh, knob twiddling in his basement, uh, Raymond Scott was also quite a fan of uh, fairly, you know, straight-ahead jazz. He had a little quintet, which he uh, played the keyboard in for a number of years. And uh, we're going to play a track by his... Uh, his uh, well, I think this is actually Raymond Scott with an orchestra in this particular case. Uh, it's a tune of I his... I hope it was filled entirely with robots. <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> this is Raymond Scott and his orchestra with a tune called The Beard.
was Raymond Scott and his orchestra with the beard. <laughs> As we mentioned, that orchestra was entirely made up of robots. <laughs> with beards. With beards, of course. <laughs> Met, like metal filings. <laughs> yes. It's difficult to be playing a violin, though. Yes, I kept getting filings all over them. Never mind. <laughs> ah, that's, why he's a, that's why he's a professional. <laughs> Uh, this is the all, uh, all, I was going to say all beard. It's not entirely all beard. It's beard and moustache. Oh, sideburns. Sideburns. We'll be coming to sideburns. That's right. Uh, edition of Project Moonbase to, uh, to, to, to I was going to say commemorate, no, celebrate the month of Movember. And now, dear listener, it's time to go into the barbershop of unnecessary news. UFO enthusiasts admit the truth may not be out there after all. Declining numbers of flying saucer sightings and failure to establish the proof of alien existence has led UFO enthusiasts to admit that they may not exist. (laughs) Oh dear. Oh dear, gloomy. For decades they have been scanning the skies for signs of alien activity, but having failed to establish any evidence for the existence of extraterrestrial (laughs) life, Britain's UFO watchers are reaching the conclusion that the truth might not be out there after all. Enthusiasts admit that a continued failure to provide proof and a decline in the number of flying saucer sightings suggests that aliens do not exist after all, or at least they don't want to fiddle with people in the fields. (laughs) This could mean an end to ufology, Mm. the study of UFOs, within the next decade. Dozens of groups interested in flying saucers and others unidentified craft have already closed because of a lack of interest. And next week, one of the country's foremost organisations involved in UFO research is holding a conference to discuss whether the subject has any future. (laughs) David Wood, chairman of the Association for the Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomenon. That's hard to say. (laughs) It is. Well done, sir. Well done. Said a meeting had been called to address the crisis and the subject and see if UFOs were really a thing of the past. It's certainly a possibility that in 10 years' time, it will be a dead subject, he added. Everyone's in a gloomy mood about UFOs. (laughs) I think that any UFO researcher would tell you that 98% of sightings are easily explainable. The days of compelling eyewitness sightings seem to be over. UFO cases have dropped by 96% since 1988, while the number of other groups involved in UFO research has fallen from well over 100 in the 1990s to around 30 now. Among those who have closed are the British Flying Saucer Bureau, <laughs> I think we should do a show. I, I think the I might British have been a Flying member. Of, I think I might have been a member of. I was a member of one of these organisations back in the day. Don't you think we should? <laughs> so, we should do a show called the British Flying Saucer Bureau. <laughs> Make a note of that. We shall write that down. The lack of new developments meant that the main focus for the dwindling numbers of enthusiasts <laughs> were classic uh, encounters such as Roswell in uh, 1947 and mm. the Rendlesham incident in 1980. Mr. Wood added, when you go to the UFO conferences, it's mainly people going over these old cases rather than bringing <laughs> new ones. It's always the same old stories. The organisation, which describes itself as an education and research charity, was established in 1981. Its first president was Michael Bentine, (laughs) comedian and member of the Goons. Its current president is Lionel Fanthorpe. (laughs) (laughs) The Reverend. The Reverend Lionel Fanthorpe, Who has claimed in its journal that King Arthur was an alien (laughs) who came to Earth to save humans from invading extraterrestrials. What Ooh. a re- nutbag. His reputation has slightly slipped, having heard that, yeah. This is a man of the cloth. <laughs> yes. I mean, where did he get this information from? <laughs> he must have been probed by someone. What a bag of nuts. So that's the end of UFOs. <laughs> Obviously, we're in space. We're beaming yeah. out. We beam to Earth. We beam out in space. Come on, UFO Come people. On. Stop being lazy. Get be back shy. to Earth. Start probing. <laughs> 
It makes you think, you know, all those previous sightings of people saying aliens had been probing them in their caravan or whatever it was. <laughs> it makes you wonder whether somebody else wasn't up to that. <laughs> Just a guy in a rubber mask. Yes. He's got bored of that now. What's he's he going to do? On, he's doing words with friends or, <laughs> or angry birds, isn't he, instead? He just hasn't got the energy to probe anymore. He's <laughs> getting quite old now. That's right. Sad, sad. Oh, well. Bit of a change of pace. Mm. A cat that is behind a crime wave and has apparently terrorised a village where he has uh, lived for years has been slapped with a feline equivalent of an Asbo. <laughs> Oscar the cat was actually in an, an Ikea commercial because it was so cute. Has terrorised his village. He lives in Wingrave which is in Buckinghamshire. He's been given a dose of herbal therapy and house arrest in a bid to mend his ways. <laughs> Owner Carolyn Hughes plans to uh, dose him up on flower essences to stay calm and keep him indoors. <laughs> his bad biantics included being uh, reported to police for fighting dogs and stealing neighbours' food. <laughs> it's a cat. <laughs> yeah. What else is he going to do? Get a grip. <laughs> if you're terrorised by something that's five inches off the ground, then... <laughs> Have a word with yourself. Oscar is a five-year-old Turkish van cat. Apparently injured a man who was 77. So badly that uh, he had to go to hospital. Injury? What's that? What can a cat possibly do? I'm trying to think. Well, yes. Declaw it. That would be number one, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. it? Cat's not really going to be able to do much if it's got no claws. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe it's the knuckle dusters that are a problem. Yeah. Mrs. Hughes is even considering moving house as her pet has such a fearsome reputation. <laughs> He's been dubbed the Lion Cat of Wingrave. <laughs> Can you imagine the, the sort of local committee meeting? <laughs> what, yes. uh, what are we going to do about this Lion Cat? This beastly creature is terrorizing the, the peace of Wingrave. <laughs> I like to think that maybe qualifies it for its own float at the annual village gala. <laughs> The lion cat! Maybe they could just have a kind of cage where the cat's in there and you have to sort of go in there. It's like fighting a bear or something. Anyway, she says, I've never understood why uh, why he's like this. He's so friendly and adorable at home. Mm, yeah, that's what they said about Herman Goering. <laughs> and finally, the UK government. It's uh, reassuring to know that in this time of woe, when we're all having to pull the, uh, the belt in and uh, tighten the belt and whatnot, that the UK government is spending £10,000 on a dead snake. Yes. The UK Foreign Office has spent £10,000 to have a giant 120-year-old dead snake restuffed. <laughs> Measuring 20 feet long and known as Albert the Snake, it hangs in the Foreign Office Library and it is said to be regarded as a departmental asset. It's also an important advisor to the Foreign Secretary, William Hague. Trust in me. Anyway... I presume it was Albert's <laughs> idea to invade Libya, was it? Uh, the, uh, the odd spending was revealed after a Freedom of Information request from political blogger Guido Fawkes, a spokesman for the Foreign Office, reportedly said of the spending, it's quite a bit of money, but he's a very big snake. <laughs> That's no way to talk about William Hague, is it? <laughs> Think of what they could have used this money for. For example, restuffing the leader of the opposition, the right honourable uh, Ed Miliband, for example. And there's that, something I could get behind. But it'd probably interfere with his robotic innards, wouldn't it? <laughs> you have been used. Yoki. Thank you, MC Zirconium. Thank you, sir. For a particularly taxidermological <laughs> selection of news stories. 
There'll be more later on in the show. And now we're going to play a track which was suggested to us by a former colleague, one of the man who knew everything, Dr. Woods. If you were listening, listening to our show back in the days of Blank FM, you'll know that we had a regular expert in the studio, Dr. Woods. He's still in touch with us through his, through his own, from his own dimension. A few weeks ago, Dr. Woods posted this rather entertaining video of a band called The Beards. Yeah, it's got a very nice video, hasn't it's it? It's a fabulous sort of video. Yes. Um, the Beards have just released a brand new album, which is entirely beard-themed. Uh, it's a beard concept it's album. It's a beard concept album. The album is called Having a Beard is the New Not Having a Beard. I don't really understand that. <laughs> And uh, there's many entertaining titles on here, such as um, Why Having a Beard is Better Than Having a Woman. Uh, I Think Beards Are Great. Uh, There's Just Nothing Better Than a Beard, etc. We're going to play, I think there's a single from the album, uh, which is, as I say, comes with a lovely video, which we'll have on projectmoonbase.com for your entertainment. It works works probably best in combination with the video. But this is The Beards with their tune, Got Me a Beard. Had a girl... An actual girlfriend, yeah She asked me To trim back my face hair But nobody ever Tells me to shave Tells me to shave So I dumped her I dumped her astray Cause I'm bearded And that's how it's going to stay I let it grow Sometimes it annoyed me Sometimes it itched Yeah. 
was broadcast and the focus group with Mr. Beard, you chatterbox from Investigate Which Cults of the Radio Age. Mm. And before that, the beards with Got Me a Beard. Mm. beard lovely beardy action there. I, I happen to, uh, this is possibly not a moment to do a bit of name dropping. I happen to go through to Glasgow for the Ghost Box Halloween special, the Bill Reeves Club Night, um, which was a thrilling experience of... Uh, Creepy old public information films and uh, lots of there was quite a lot of stuff about triangles. I learned quite a lot about triangles that evening. The, in, the musical instrument, or the no, the geometry of triangles. Well, Extraordinary, well. all sorts of things I didn't know about. They're them. Very useful, the triangles. <laughs> they are <laughs> extremely, extremely useful. And Pycorn Audio was doing a live set as well. But I happened to have a. I got. I managed to grab uh, Bel- Mr. Belbury himself, Jim Jupp, for a little chat. And there's going to be apparently there's going to be a new Focus Group album coming out in 2013. That's uh, Julian House's uh, musical project. That's something to look forward to. And of course, so as we mentioned on the show before, Jim Jupp is teaming up with our friend Sarah Anglis for the next uh, study series single where he, uh, where the Belbury Polly and Space Dog co-create a wonderfully, I'm sure, a very highly informative piece of music, which you will hear on this show. I can guarantee it. Welcome to Project Bumis' multimedia mashup, encompassing wholly important social media from the internet. In a minute style, you are a lot. Yes, it's that time of the show where we like to strongly discipline our <laughs> listeners. Ow! No, no, no. We like to we like to extend a hand of gratitude and uh, shake you firmly by an appendage. And thank you for spreading the word about Project Moonbase through the various social media platforms out there. We are very active on pretty much all of them. <laughs> um, starting with Twitter, uh, quite a few people favouriting our podcast, which is always nice to see. Our highly talented um, graphic designer. Aha. Uh-huh. Posted a gallery of cover art, and there's a link on our there's a link on projectinvest.com too, isn't there? Yes, there is. Used to see sumptuously large renditions of uh, some recent shows. You can go to that and and glory, glory in them. They're quite magnificent things, and you can appreciate them. (laughs) You get click the button. Yes, please do. At the bottom, there's an appreciate button. So please, please. you don't have to sign in or anything. No, no, just please uh, appreciate. Just click that. We've got thanks from Kumi Solo, who we played on the show the other week, which is nice to. Thank you very much for that. Uh, she retweeted us. That's what a lovely thing nice. to do, isn't it? Mm. We'll definitely be playing more from Kumisolo's uh, latest EP oh, yes. on a future show. And uh, the Gautam Dasgupta track, which we <laughs> opened a recent show with, the electronic stuff mixed with uh, steel guitar, Bollywood style, oh, yes. has caused a bit of a, a bit of excitement. Ripples. On, ripples have been spreading out. Um, John Toulon, amongst others, have said, you need to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> True. Telling all of his followers to listen to the show, and uh, I think he found a, I think he found it on YouTube as well. So we need to hear, as he says, we need to hear more from Gautam Dasgupta. We need to track down more of that great man's work, which we'll try and do for you, dear listener. Um, Facebook. Someone else who's been causing a bit of a bit a few ripples through the uh, space-time continuum is, of course, Wing. Uh, we had a comment on uh, Facebook on our Facebook page from Carl Boland, Boland, saying, "I can't say I enjoy listening to Wing." <laughs> But it is compelling stuff. It is. She bends time. <laughs> she does well. He goes on to say, "I'm convinced she's from a parallel universe, having accidentally stumbled into a hyperspatial wormhole at one of her safe parties." God bless her. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may have hit something on the head there, Carl. <laughs> yes, we no one really understands Wing, but uh, she's a thing unto herself. She's like a musical diamond. I like to think. <laughs> musical you keep diamond. looking. I don't understand. <laughs> See how it catches the light. <laughs> it bewilders me. Yeah. It don't, it uh, bewitches me. <laughs> She's like that planet that's made entirely of diamonds. Diamonds. <laughs> planet <laughs> bling. I think it's called. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, we've also again. I posted that wing track that we played. Uh, her version, of course, of Poker Face. 
Mm. It's a nice pedestrian version. Of she slowed it down to the proper state, the proper proper pace. <laughs> we can really enjoy it. I uh, posted that as our latest jam on another social uh, media platform we are on, which is, of course, This Is My Jam. And uh, that resulted in, again, quite a few uh, positive uh, reactions, including a comment from Nadia, one of our followers there, who simply says, OMG, and then posts a link to Wing's website. <laughs> Yes, indeed. That's we've opened that's, the door that's all we need to the to. grateful public. That's all you need to say, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. And Kate Monkey, another one of our regular listeners, uh, says again a comment to that same post on this is my jam. Wing exclamation mark heart exclamation mark. <laughs> simple, straightforward, to the point. Heartfelt. Yes. And uh, yes, as you said, Mrs. Kenan, quite a few people favouriting our cloudcasts, as they insist on calling them. On Mixcloud, we, we are, we've got most of um, the shows up there, but there's still about 30 or 40 just So many still shows. Get up there. Which is a reminder, dear listener, if you've uh, just joined us recently, this is uh, episode 103 or 4, one of them. <laughs> one or the other. One or the other. There's 100 Yes, over episodes, 100. Over 100 episodes we can to now, enjoy. We can now officially say there's over 100 previous episodes. Goodness me. Extraordinary. Hours and hours of this <laughs> drivel. Just <laughs> waiting to eat up your time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't work, just listen to this. <laughs> um, thanks also to our German correspondent, Arkan Ock, who's been continuing to send us some splendid music and making uh, suggestions for themes. We're always looking for suggestions for themes, so thank you, Arkan, for sending them. All we would say, though, is perhaps to, our, to all of our listeners, keep it clean. <laughs> keep it clean. This is a family show. <laughs> it's a family show, yes. To that end, he did have a great suggestion. Yes. Which will be coming coming very soon to a, an internet radio near you. Here he goes. He's going to do it. Regulations, they regulations. It's a little hint. There. Yes, we were thinking maybe of setting uh, setting off on the Chemin de Fer. Oh, mm-hmm. hello, <laughs> continental. <laughs> As a possible theme. Um, remember, dear listener, you can uh, post comments on our Facebook page. Always good to hear from you there. You can, po- you can post more than just... You can post videos and links and anything you think we need to be looking at and listening to. And show uh, suggestions yes. for uh, future shows. Please do. And uh, if you go over to iTunes, you can, of course, uh, you know, give us five stars. That would be <laughs> handy. Write us a nice review. That would be very helpful. We don't have that many reviews at the moment. So that would be useful if we could get a few more. Maybe we can bubble up mm. in iTunes. Yes, that'd be lovely. We're currently at 14 ratings. You could be number 15. <laughs> you could be number 15. And hopefully we've eventually averaged back up to five stars again. <laughs> yeah. You have enjoyed the multimedia mishup from Project Base. Return to your bugs immediately. Uh, now after a pair of uh, beards, we're going to have a couple more mustachioed tunes coming up. And this is a delightful uh, del- delightful oldie time tune uh, by Freddie Gardner, who is a, b- a big uh, star of the 30s. But I'm not quite sure who, the- but being, a- being an MP3, of course, I can't tell you much more than that. I don't know who the delightful female singer is on this tune. But if you have got any information about Freddie Gardner, uh, or apparently FG as he was known to his friends in the war. <laughs> FG! FG! Uh, do let us know. This is uh, Freddie Gardner and his orchestra with I Liked His Little Black Moustache. He was a corporal of dragoons I was just a simple miss He talked a lot about honeymoons And other kinds of bliss 
liked his smile, I liked his style. He said his dad had got a lot of cash. Although I didn't care much for his wavy hair, I liked his little black mustache. I liked his eyes, his old school ties, and he made love just like a real apache. But what made me fall, yes sir, the most of all, I liked his little black mustache. Now I took him home to tea on Sunday, he didn't go till late. But we discovered on the Monday he'd taken the family plate. I had to face a police court case. The magistrate said, you've been very rash. How did it occur? I blushed and said, oh, sir, I liked his little black mustache. Sound. 
That was Chris Lambert with The Sound of My Moustache. A little touch of Scott Walker there. Just needs to slap a few bits of meat around during was, the course of it. Ooh, I was going to say that, you lamb chop. Ooh, a, I'm going to smash you mince. Funny, I'm going to beat you in the mince. Funny you should mention that. Scott Walker's new album is, weirdly enough, called Bish Bosh. Coming is out... <laughs> Coming out quite soon, and there is a trailer that's just been a video trailer which is just been released. And there's no, I don't think there's any pig slapping this time, but there is a quite a lot of uh, knife sharpening <laughs> goes on <laughs> during the recording. So bless him. It's going to be a Christmas number one, I think that one. But, well, um, but uh, Chris, that was uh, earlier, yes. earlier, <laughs> earlier Scott before he went yes off the rails into the butcher shop. <laughs> Um, Bless him. And before that, Freddie Gardner with I Liked His Little Black Moustache. Yeah, slightly naughty song, but very quite well, entertaining. Well, it was educational. It was. Always, you've got to be suspicious <laughs> of uh, people with little black moustaches. <laughs> you have. Um, the Chris Lambert track came to us thanks to our friend Kev Oyston, otherwise known as The Solar's Party, who sent us that track. Chris Lambert was one of the contributors to uh, Kev's uh, Electronic Encounters project. Uh-huh. and. We did a whole show on that. We did a whole show about that. Check um, the archive, check back the on arch- projectmoonbase.com. Do a search for Electronic Encounters on our website. It'll take you there. And uh, Chris Lambert's recorded that song for charity uh, for Movember. And uh, it's on. Uh, he's selling it via his Bandcamp page. But if you go to projectmoonbase.com, we will have a link there which will enable you to purchase your very own copy and feel good about yourself. Uh, now, dear listener, it's time for us to twirl the moustache of unnecessary news. Chinese man sues wife for giving birth to an ugly baby. (laughs) That sounds reasonable. Apparently, in China, bad genes are grounds for divorce and six-figure fines. (laughs) Feng, a resident of northern China, met and married a beautiful woman and had a baby girl. That's when things got ugly. Feng was so sure of his own good looks and so crushed by the wrinkly, ugly baby that was handed to him that he decided to sue his wife and he won. Since the baby oh, didn't look like either parent, <laughs> Feng accused his wife of infidelity. He's a class actor. Isn't he? <laughs> he is, yeah. Can see this marriage lasting this a long isn't, time. It's not looking good. After a DNA test proved that the baby was in fact his, the wife came uh, came clean on her little secret before they'd met. She had undergone about a hundred thousand dollars worth of cosmetic surgery in South Korea. <laughs> Feng claimed that this was misleading since she had not told him about her plastic <laughs> surgery before they were married. I married my wife out of love, but as soon as we had our first daughter, we began having marital issues, he reported, saying, Our daughter was incredibly ugly. <laughs> our daughter was incredibly ugly to the point where it horrified me. <laughs> it horrified it me. It horrified me. <laughs> Oh, well, what a nice man. A judge agreed (laughs) and ordered the wife to fork out $120,000. I think the wife should probably file her own lawsuit for even more damages on the grounds of Feng not being terribly nice. At least she's free of this... um, Clearly, yes. <laughs> clearly less than ideal husband. But the worst thing is, what about the baby? Yeah. Now, this is this is baby will forever be known as the baby that broke up her parents' marriage <laughs> with its face. Its <laughs> face. In other <laughs> groom-based uh, news. A young Italian groom was so unprepared to leave his mother's side, he brought her on his honeymoon. <laughs> his bride asked for a divorce three weeks later. <laughs> 
dear. Yeah. And uh, finally, in a bit of baby news, <laughs> baby mop puts your little one on cleaning duty. Yeah. <laughs> Parents with young babies often complain about the constant changing of nappies and sleepless nights. It means they don't get enough time to clean the house. Well, step forward the baby mop. The baby mop is an ingenious way to keep your floors clean. It's a, a baby outfit with mop bits attached to it. <laughs> Does it have an adapter for a broom handle? Well, there's an obvious <laughs> way of doing that. <laughs> yeah, so it's got mop attachments to the arms and legs and the torso, so as the baby crawls, it cleans wherever it goes. Genius. Makers say the baby mop will uh, teach your baby a strong work ethic <laughs> early on in its life and encourage them not to drop food and give them a workout and causing them to sleep better. <laughs> oh, it sounds great. <laughs> it's also claimed the baby mop, which is available in sizes from 3 to 12 months, will save you money on cleaning costs and free you up to do the things you enjoy. But I think they missed a trick with this because they think it should have had a soft, spongy side and a, and a scouring side on the top so you could just flip the baby over to get those really stubborn, dried-on stains. <laughs> Hold on. I think you're onto something there. Yeah. That's my variation on it. <laughs> you have been used. Magoja. Thank mm. you, Mrs. Cunningham. Thank you, sir. For a matrimonial selection of news stories there, there'll be more on next week's show. And as you might gather, uh, many of the songs on this week's show have had a humorous edge to them, and we, we do kind of flirt in a slightly uncomfortable way with the humorous song and the comedy song. We're not, um, we're not oh, particularly big hold fans. On. Are you... What? I don't... What's, there's nothing funny about facial hair. It's a very, very serious <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're saying. I do, I do apologise, I'm just yeah, I've forgotten that you can, of course, take all of these songs we've played so far very seriously. Very, indeed. very seriously. Chin-scratchingly seriously. Including this next one, in that case. By Tina Turner's brother. <laughs> Possibly. This is a very heartfelt, um, passionate... Uh, Pian, is that the right word, to a gentleman's sideburns. Uh, this is a singer-songwriter by the name of Toby Turner with his song simply called The Sideburn Song. Sideburns on the side of my face As my head turns You can see they're in the same place On either sideburns They can't be replaced My insides burn When I think of the days before mine My sideburns look at my sideburns But don't touch my sideburns Why would you do that? My heart yearns for my own sideburns My side actually burns now What is that? What the hell man? What is my sideburn? What the hell's going on? My sideburns Does anybody have some aloe if you do, bring it backstage, I'll, I'll pay it back. 1985, from the womb I came out on my birthday. The doctor said, what you crying about? I said, is that a rhetorical question? You know why I cried. I have a serious lack of hair on the side of my head Little baby people don't have sideburns They gotta grow them when they're older But if your little baby already has sideburns That's awesome, don't be concerned Don't be concerned about your little baby baby With the big, big sideburns 
You should not be concerned on the button little baby baby with the big big sideburns. Your little baby gonna be a pimp. Your little baby gonna be a little baby pimp. You should probably discourage that kind of profession because it's illegal and your baby's too young to be concerned about starting a business. But that's impressive if it's got the mindset. My sideburns, look at my sideburns, back on track, talking, talking about sideburns. My sideburns, look at my sideburns, Lulu sideburns. That was Sir Toby Turner there with the sideburns song, very heartfelt. It was. Two minutes and 22 <laughs> seconds. I would say that was possibly about 22 seconds too long. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's one no, of the golden uh, rules, isn't it? Know, it's passionate, wasn't it? It was, yes. And it's we, good. I mean, that's why it's included. I mean, all right, maybe it's supposed to be funny, but <laughs> it's important to yes to bring the sideburn back. I yes. think. I mean, because people they concentrate on the moustache and the beard, but don't forget the sideburns. Mm-hmm. And then there are many, many types of sideburns. Oh yes, oh, big bushy yeah. ones. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. for example, bushy whiskers. I'm thinking of cultivating some sideburns myself. Actually. I think you should do it. Mm-hmm. You should do it. I mean, when you get to a certain age, you just got to grow <laughs> hair where you can. You? Now we're going to have with another another Spanish track. We've kicked off the show with some with a, well, in fact, Mexican, but sung in Spanish. And there's another one coming up now. This time from Cuba, um, a gentleman who recorded under the strange name. These are, in fact, this is his middle name, oddly enough, Bienvenido Granda, which I think means great welcome, which is an odd an odd name <laughs> to call yourself. But it's uh, friendly, though, isn't it? He was also known as El Bigote que Canta. Yeah, the singing moustache. <laughs> singing moustache. And he has he has got a large moustache, he? certainly he? has. Quite an extreme, extreme... And it features on most of his album covers, mm. <laughs> the, the enormous moustache. Well, of course. As, as, as you expect. And uh, we're going to play a rather nice little tune by him, uh, which, well, it's called Cuca La Loca, which um, apparently... Well, I, I tried Google Translate for this, and it came up with Crazy Pussy. <laughs> Translation. I think we can and probably. Crazy get, Cat is crazy probably. Cat's probably the safer translation, yes. So, take it away, Bienvenido Granda. Caramba, que lo que pasa es que Cuca se ha vuelto loca. Que la otra noche brincando se fue, brincando como una foca. haciendo papel de loca Caramba, ¿qué es lo que pasa, eh? Que Cuca se ha vuelto loca Que la otra noche brincando se fue Brincando como una foca Todo el mundo está gozando pensando Oye, que tú estás loca Se ha vuelto loco 
Sound of Bienvenido Granda there with Cuca la Loca. I enjoyed that. Mm. I think we should dip good. into that. We've discovered there's quite a few <laughs> of uh, records by. He's this released a number, a number of albums. Yes, He's, he obviously had a long and uh, oh, fruitful he career. He certainly did. And I've mentioned to say before we played that one of the other th- uh, reasons I chose that particular track is I like the fact that it starts with the word Caramba. <laughs> More songs should. <laughs> Uh, and that comes from, I guess, his eponymous album. It's from the album El Bigote Que Canta, which you can get um, certainly as a download and maybe even on CD if you're lucky. Uh, we are once again, though, going to move from the world of moustaches to the world of beards. That's right. And uh, coming up, we have a song that we played many moons ago <laughs> back when we were on <laughs> FM on the radio before we embraced the future. Yes. That's the internet. Mm, indeed. And, uh, well, it's a present now, isn't it? I guess it is. And the past. It's, all, it's oh everything. Everything to all men. Oh, phew. <laughs> yes, this is, a, this is a, a track from way back. <laughs> way back when <laughs> ukuleles were kind of the new thing. <laughs> I mean, now everybody's got a ukulele and right they're up. even on TV. They're everywhere. People are advertising <laughs> cars and playing oh. ukuleles and various things like that. But this is back when the ukulele was, was just being plucked from, mm. from obscurity. Literally plucked, yes. And um, I think this was also the back when beards were, <laughs> were just coming back as well. Yes, indeed. See, we're on the cusp, and this seemed like the zeitgeist. (laughs) And uh, And we're going to be fashionably late in bringing it back again. (laughs) Exactly. Just in time for beards to go out of fashion again, and and people to start smashing their tiny ukuleles (laughs) on the edge of their table. But this was Sophia Madeline with a charming... Sophie. This is Sophie... This is Sophie Madeline with a charming track called Beard Song, which I don't think has made it into any other medium, no. but is certainly still available on the internet. If you know where to look. On the YouTubes. If you go to projectmoonbase.com, you can find a link to that. And yes. so, Sophie Madeline and Beard Song. that 
that's all I've been dreaming of Oh, all great men who've been revered Have facial hair from ear to ear And even though it's hard to hear I think I only love you Uh, the lovely, uh, plucky, plucky sound there of Sophie Madeleine. For, uh, not, I don't think she's released that on any of her albums or singles so far. So, as I say, the only way really to to hear and see that is to go to uh, her YouTube channel, which you can get to via ProjectMoonBest.com. And uh, we're going to leave you. I, I, I'm, I've certainly been aware of this next band for quite a while. They were a huge uh, uh, hit in the 70s amongst the fans of progressive rock and sort of jazz fusion. Uh, this is Ian Carr's Nucleus, a British uh, outfit. And uh, I, I, for some reason, I, possibly because of that word progressive, I've tended to avoid them over the years. <laughs> Although I do, I did, do, did used to be quite into the old word of prog, but um, I think I got slightly frightened, frightened by that, uh, that idea. But they, they found this track uh, on a four CD set, uh, which is supposed to serve as an introduction to progressive rock. Um, I'm not sure I would recommend buying that, but certainly this this next track I would hardly recommend. is rather fine, and I think the thing that really sells it is the fact that it does involve brass as well. Ooh. So it has a kind of there's almost you could almost imagine it being a kind of far out uh, bit of library music or orchestral pop almost. It's it's rather rather splendid affair. Uh, you can also get it originally came out in 1970 on the album we'll talk about it later the opening track and uh, rather weirdly I didn't again I didn't really put two and two together I didn't realize that uh, uh, Carl Jenkins who's a woodwind and also electric and ordinary piano player was responsible for this tune I you might some some of our listeners might be familiar with his work of recent years writing some fairly I think personally I find them slightly yawn inducing bits of semi Religious, religious choral work, but uh, I didn't realise he started out in such uh, groovy territory as this. He's trying to get in with with a big man. <laughs> he certainly was. But it turns out that he also qualifies. Uh, well, this track qualifies because Mr. Jenkins does also sport a rather, rather impressive bit of uh, facial hair himself. It's a walrusy. It's a very, <laughs> a very walrusy moustache. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's good. So uh, I'm, we're going to leave you with this. Uh, being a progressive bit of progressive jazz, it's quite long. So we thought we'd put this at the end of the show, <laughs> giving you a chance to stop whenever you, <laughs> whenever you've had enough. But I would encourage you to, to stick it out. It's rather groovy and rather fabulous. Uh, so this is a tune by Nucleus called Song for the Bearded Lady. I have been DJ Bongo Boy. I hope you've enjoyed uh, caressing your very own beard throughout this week's show. I have been MC Zaconium, and I hope you enjoyed waxing your moustache. <laughs> so until next week, dear listener. Good beard. Good beard. Good beard now. Beard Good everybody. Beard.
Next time on Project Moonbase Love